This episode is sponsored by KMV Travel, a boutique travel agency that helps families plan personalized vacations and create unforgettable memories on land and at sea. You can learn more and start planning your next vacation by visiting kmvtravel.com skyway. What's coming to Universal Orlando, and how might it impact Walt Disney World? Let's discuss the details in this analysis episode. It's Friday, March 1st, and today's news episode is going to focus on Universal. I shared in the teaser trailer episode of Imagination Skyway News that while we do, of course, focus on Disney, there are times when it makes sense to talk about other things that impact Disney, and of course, Universal Orlando is certainly one of those things. So this year, Universal Orlando unveiled more details about their third Floridian theme park, Epic Universe, and their newest land coming to Universal Studios Florida, DreamWorks Land, which they just gave new details about this past week. In this episode, we'll discuss what guests can expect with these new additions and how Universal's new attractions have historically impacted Disney with some light analysis of previous major attractions. We'll start by talking about DreamWorks Land, because this is opening first summer of 2024 at Universal Studios Florida. That's the summer if you're listening live to this podcast. The Universal website talks a little bit more about DreamWorks Land with this quote. Get ready to play in a colorful, imaginative new land at Universal Studios Florida. Meet Shrek and Splash in his swamp. Scream with laughter on the troller coaster and learn kung fu moves with Poe. Now, that does lead us into the attractions that were announced as part of DreamWorks Land, and it starts with the Trolls Troller Coaster, where you can, quote, hop onto the Caterpillar Caterbus on this family-friendly coaster. You'll join Poppy, Tiny, and the twins, Satin and Chenille, as you try to make an escape from spooky spiders. There's also Poe Live from Kung Fu Panda, where you can, quote, meet and talk with Poe on a digital animated screen. He'll train you in the ways of Kung Fu while babysitting his mischievous baby cousin and cooking some delicious snacks. Skadoosh. Then there's also Shrek's Swamp Meat, where you can, quote, hang out with your favorite ogre Shrek and his fantastical fairy tale family, meet him, Fiona, and Donkey, and slide through his swamp. And that does lead to a list of a few other attractions, including Shrek's Swamp for Little Ogre's Playground, the DreamWorks Character Zone, the DreamWorks Imagination Celebration Show, and Swamp Snacks and Troll Treats. Again, this is all opening this summer at Universal Studios Florida, and we'll see more details in the months ahead. The major news that Universal has been teasing out for years is their newest theme park called Epic Universe. This is opening in 2025 and is going to be located at a new location, a south campus across from I-4. It's about 15 to 20 minutes down the road, depending on traffic. It's roughly seven miles door to door if you look it up on your favorite map provider. It's about halfway between Universal's current north campus and SeaWorld Orlando. Epic Universe is going to feature new lands from portals that stem from the central area called Celestial Park. 
the Universal website says, quote, Celestial Park is the cosmic heart of Universal Epic Universe, where wondrous discoveries await among the lush greenery, tree-lined walkways, and dancing fountains. Begin your cosmic journey of discovery in a world between worlds full of sensory delights for all to enjoy together. And if you look at the concept art, there is certainly a lot of lush greenery, and it gives you that feeling of a celestial area. It includes new attractions as well, such as Starfall Racers Dueling Roller Coaster, which is a, quote, race across the cosmos. There's also the Constellation Carousel, which, per the concept art and a video that Universal shared, appears to be a very different type of carousel. Most traditional carousels are the the horses are suspended, but this seems to be from the ground in some way. If you take a look at the concept art, you can see that it's sort of riding along almost like this blend between teacups and a carousel. It looks very interesting. And Universal says you can ride celestial dragons, lions, bears, and more. There are a couple of restaurants that are going to be a part of Celestial Park, including Atlantic, which is a restaurant based on the god Neptune, quote, where everyone can enjoy exceptional seafood and steak while giant illuminated fish gracefully circle above you. The second restaurant is the Blue Dragon Pan-Asian Restaurant, quote, where authentic Asian fare is served in a bustling courtyard under the glow of ethereal hanging lanterns. There's also going to be a Nintendo Superstar store, and Universal has talked about a few new hotels that are going to be a part of this South Campus, which of course makes sense if you're going to have a new area that's a little well, quite disconnected from the existing hotels and, and theme parks. You're going to want something that's a little bit more connected to this area. So there is going to be a couple of new hotels, and Universal just announced most recently more details about the Universal Helios Grand Hotel and they showed some new concept art is going to be attached to Celestial Park and they're going to include more details in the months ahead. The next area is going to stem out from Celestial Park. In fact, you're going to be able to visit four or go through four portals to four new lands in no particular order. The first is how to train your dragon Isle of Burke, of course based on the film series, How to Train Your Dragon. Universal says, quote, take to the skies and soar with dragons as you explore the colorful Viking village at the heart of Burke. Take part in wild boat battles, feasts like a Viking, and more. You are going to, according to Universal, soar with your favorite dragons. And while they have not announced any specific details about this particular area, I do expect they will announce more again in the months ahead. Next up is Dark Universe, and this is based on Universal's historic classic horror properties. And according to the website, quote, from the experiments of Dr. Victoria Frankenstein to a shadowy landscape where monsters roam, Dark Universe is a world of myth and mystery. Again, they haven't announced too many details other than the fact that this is going to be based on those classic universal horror films. Perhaps there may be, if I had to guess, in an incorporation with Halloween Horror Nights in the future. We'll see what is in store. Next up is a familiar property for universal fans, Super Nintendo World, where you'll experience a new way to play from challenging Bowser on the Mario Kart ride 
to venturing through Donkey Kong Country, and so much more. That second part is what's new, that we don't really see a Donkey Kong attraction at the existing versions of this land at Universal Studios Hollywood or Universal Studios Japan. We do see Mario Kart's Bowser's Challenge and places like Toadstool Cafe, and Universal hasn't announced too many details about Super Nintendo World, but I do expect we'll probably see some similarities to the other two properties. Last up is the Wizarding World of Harry Potter, Ministry of Magic. This is the third part of Harry Potter that's being added to the parks. We have one in each park, including Epic Universe. This one is different. Universal says, quote, from 1920s Paris to the 1990s British Ministry, explore international wizarding communities and the magic that connects them in the Wizarding World of Harry Potter, Ministry of Magic. Universal did not unveil too much beyond the concept art except to tease out a major attraction that will take guests directly into the ministry. That's the updates about Universal Orlando. We have these new lands coming and this new theme park coming within the next year to year and a half. Now, in a lot of cases, we like to speculate as to how Universal attractions are going to impact Disney. And I took a look back at a couple of major additions to Universal Orlando, the first being the Wizarding World of Harry Potter, which opened in the summer of 2010. Look back at the Themed Entertainment Association attendance reports and noticed that in that year, 2010, attendance at all four Walt Disney World theme parks dropped less than one and a half percent, a very slight drop for three of the four parks, then rebounded immediately the following year in 2011 and continued on a positive trajectory. The exception here is Animal Kingdom continued on that positive track even from 2010 to 2011 or 2009 to 2010 and then continued on in 2011. Moral of the story here is it impacted Disney very, very slightly less than one and a half percent for 2010 and then Disney continued to track along on positive attendance growth in the years after. Then Diagon Alley opened in the summer of 2014. Four years later, attendance at all four Walt Disney World theme parks increased by up to 4%. Now this implies that there might be, of course, some impact from Universal's new attractions on Disney's attendance, but with so many factors at play, including the economy, travel trends and other aspects of everything involved in the Disney business, it's hard to tell if the Universal attractions have a direct impact on Disney or not. In either case, attractions across the board have helped to increase attendance in Orlando as a whole, whether that is new attractions at Universal or new attractions at Disney. I did a whole opinion piece on this for my Patreon subscribers and opened it up to the public. So if you are interested in listening to it, you can look for the free samples section on our Patreon page at, patre at patreon.com slash imagination skyway. I've got a link for you in the description of this episode, but I didn't want to get too opinionated here. Just wanted to share a couple of basic numbers with you. And as of 2022, the last thing I'll share is that the latest attendance report that's available from the Themed Entertainment Association, again, that's for the year 2022. I expect a new one out soon for the year 2023. The Magic Kingdom maintains the number one spot for the most visited theme park in the world. Universal Islands of Adventure is actually at number four ahead of the other three Walt Disney World theme parks. Universal Studios Florida is at number six with Disney's Hollywood Studios at number five. This was, again, according to 2022 numbers. I'm sure 2023 numbers look a little different. In either case, while Universal 
has gained large momentum, all four Walt Disney World theme parks saw larger attendance growth when you compare 2021 to 2022 than either Universal theme park. The largest growth again coming from those four Disney parks all saw double digit growth largely as a result of increased travel after the pandemic from 2021 to 2022. So that's the news about what we know so far, the latest news about Universal Orlando's additions, a little bit of analysis on a couple of major attractions that opened at Universal Orlando in the past and how that impacted Disney, according to those reports from the Themed Entertainment Association. I hope you enjoyed this episode. Be sure to subscribe to the show for the latest Disney news, and you can sign up on Patreon for ad-free episodes and bonus content. Plus, you can get more Imagination Skyway content at ImaginationSkyway.com. Thank you for listening to the show, and we'll see you real soon.